You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. Here's the number, 800-922-6680. If you want to chime in about these uh, <laughs> these charges against Hunter Biden, which are a joke, and, and you knew they were going to be a joke. There was no, there was no issue. There were no, there were no if ands or buts. Uh, you knew it was going to happen, and and it did. They are nonsense charges. It's not going to affect anything. It's not going to stop any other investigation of Joe and Hunter Biden. It's just a distraction because John Durham is uh, testifying to Congress today about the uh, his report that said the FBI had no basis to investigate Trump's links to Russia collusion before the 26 election, 2016 election. That's 2016 electioneering. Did the same thing in 2020 and 2022, and the FBI was involved. Two top House committees will hear directly from John Durham this week following the release of his scathing report that found the DOJ and FBI had no basis to launch the Trump-Russia probe. It didn't stop all of the Intel officials from signing the letter saying that Hunter's laptop was disinformation. That was a lie used during a debate by Joe Biden to throw the 2020 election. (sighs) Durham was appointed by then-Attorney General Bill Barr, who is a fat turd. Uh, wait a minute. That, oh, that's mine. Never mind. That's not their words. A giant fat turd. Anyway, in 2019, and don't call him names. Eh, you know I will. To look into misconduct related to a crossfire hurricane, which investigated now-debunked Trump-Russia collusion allegations. Rachel Maddow still shows her face on television. I know she should be so embarrassed that she would just slough off under a rock somewhere. Just just slough away, slough away, slough away. You should be so embarrassed that you fell for this crap and you touted the government line, but you have no shame. On Tuesday, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence, led by Mike Turner of Ohio's holding closed-door meeting hearing with Durham, the House uh, Judiciary uh, Committee, led by Jim Jordan, Republican Ohio, will host Durham in a public setting on Wednesday. Ooh, I can't wait. As part of their closed-door hearing, uh, uh, Turner told the Daily Mail, the committee plans to work with Durham to identify legislative solutions to fix systematic issues within the Justice Department. Oh, no, no, no. We don't want that. We want people to be uh, indicted, charged, and go to jail. There's no legislative fix to this crap because half of the legislature is working with the corrupt FBI. So uh, take your legislative measures and stick them. U.S. Attorney David Weiss said today that a plea agreement will not end the Justice Department's investigation into Hunter Biden. Well, that's that's good news, and it shouldn't, because this is beyond the charges. Now, I had just heard Kevin McCarthy, who uh, I'm done with, but uh, he said it. Um, he said that actually, now this opens the FBI up to have to comment on some of these investigations because there's no longer in any investigation pending. So now they can't say, well, we can't talk about that because there's an investigation pending. Well, Kevin McCarthy, and I mean, I trust him about as far as I can throw him, says that, well, now they have nothing that they, you know, nothing to base their hiding the evidence from. We'll see. I, you know, I'm not holding my breath. Uh, Weiss's office characterized the investigation into Biden as ongoing in a statement. The remarks contradict Biden's attorney, Chris Clark, who told CBS on Tuesday it is his understanding that the five year investigation into Hunter is resolved. Stay pissed. Stay focused. That's what we have to do. That's what we have to do.
Then there's this. Hunter Biden's business partner, will he dish on the Burisma bribe? Devin Archer was cooperating with Republicans over uh, the alleged $10 million payment to the first family. So there's that going on, too. Yeah. The news of Archer's cooperation comes uh, after House Oversight Committee James Comer subpoenaed him on Monday, saying his testimony is critical to the Republicans' investigations based on the deep ties to Biden family business deals internationally. So we will see. Uh, Chuck Grassley said the Burisma executive has kept 17 audio recordings of phone calls as an insurance policy. So we have that, kids. Don't forget the insurance policy, the audio recordings of Joe Biden demanding the bribe. We have more bank records coming and going to exceed $10 million, and I think we'll get to between 20 million bucks, 20 and 30 million bucks. That's what Jim Comer says. And, uh, and I have no reason to doubt that because Peter Schweizer, he wrote about it a couple years ago. He wrote a book about it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, um, let's see. Uh, during uh, Biden's time as president, there were 20 companies affiliated with family members created intentionally with a complicated corporate structure, the memo states. Uh, 15 of those companies, uh, um, Hunter and Biden and his associates were involved in. And Biden took office uh, on vice president 2009. That's when this got rolling. Several of the entities, including Owasco PC, which Hunter owned, Hudson West 3, LLC, Robinson Walker LLC, Rosemont Seneca, accepted funds from foreign companies ranging from 5000 to $3 million. So this ain't going nowhere. Nice try. Let's go to Dwayne in Dallas. Hello, Dwayne. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Rob, I've just... Uh... I, I, I'm gonna. When I get pulled over by the cops, I'm just gonna tell them I'm Hunter Biden, so I can don't have to worry about one thing happening to me. Yes, yeah. I'm just gonna have a little business card. I am Hunter, well, and just hand it, it to the cops because if you're Hunter Biden and you're the Biden, I mean Donald Trump ought to legally change his name to Biden, so all yeah. the investigations would just simply go away. Yeah, you know, it, it's not only it's not only name; it's also party official, uh, party official uh, exactly. affiliation. Of course, of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you're a Democrat, here it's get out of the jail free card. I mean, you don't yeah. have to worry about a darn thing in America as long as you yeah. carry a D by your name. Yeah, I but Dwayne, no. But Dwayne, you knew. Dwayne, hold on. Let me talk. Let me talk, Dwayne. Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, phones still work in the same way, right? One person talks and the other person talks. I'm just checking. I want to make sure, uh, Dwayne. You knew this wasn't going to go anywhere. These three charges weren't going to go anywhere against Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there you the go. Minute, okay, so there you yeah. go. <laughs> you know, there's, no, there's I still know. other I stuff. Just, I apologize, Rob. I'm just, I'm tired of it. This is just not what my father fought for when he fought for our country. I know. And Dwayne. A banana republic. Yeah, and, and Dwayne, and when I say that 72% of us know the country's going in the wrong direction, I believe 72% of us can come together to save it. So well, we it, need people like you. Thank you. Well, I'm working on it, bro. Thanks for the uh, phone call. Um, we have to stay focused. We have to stay determined. We have to stay pissed. That's it. We're having everything thrown at us right now, as Americans, and I'm talking about you know uh, Americans, Democrats, Republicans, Christians, uh, Muslims. We're having everything thrown at us right now. We have discovered in the last mm, five or six years. The swamp exists only for the swamp and doesn't give a bleep about you and me. Not one damned bit. It should be patently obvious to you. As we watch the death rate, uh, murder 
black-on-black violence in America's inner cities, 13 times the national average. Nearly 100% of students graduating from high school in Chicago and Baltimore and other Democrat bastions, children of color, graduating, not being able to read or write. And what does Washington, D.C. care about? Only themselves. Only sending money to Ukraine. Only sending money to their to big farmer buddies. Oh, this is so glorious that we're finding out all this, guys. It's so glorious that right now every move that the IRS and the FBI makes, we know it's political. You can't believe them anymore. It's the seal has been broken. As Donald Trump said last weekend, the seal has been broken. The dam has been blown up, just like Ukraine did in Russia. Did I say that out loud? Oh, hell yeah, I said that out loud. (laughs) They were doing target practice with it a month ago. (laughs) Come on, man. I'm sounding like Joe Biden. Come on, man. Come on, man. Now, if I really wanted to sound like Joe Biden, then I'd say something like, uh, come on, man. And then I'd say something like this. And uh, it's the least consequential part of this whole meeting for you. I promise. All right. God save the queen, man. Yeah, God save the queen, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then last week he said this about building a, a, a train to uh, over the Indian Ocean. Well, we're going to win and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. Yeah, the have- problem is it's like a four or 5,000 miles across and 12,000 feet deep in some places. So, yeah. Oh, and then, by the way, uh, they're, they're trying to cover it up. There's this, um, uh, this is what Axios trying to cover up for Biden's uh, weird words. This is dear leader stuff. Listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. So, uh, uh, and they're making the situation worse for him, all right? So the piece in Axios says that Biden's weird, weird words came out Sunday and largely appeared to be uh, some sort of response to Biden's inexplicable God save the Queen remark while speaking about gun violence in Connecticut. Axios reporter Alex Thompson characterized that nonsensical phrase, God save the Queen, away as it's just something that happens. He's, listen to this. President Biden also uses old-timey expressions that confound even his own staff. That happened again Friday when he ended his speech on a gun violence with God save the Queen, man. Thompson noted that Olivia Dalton, the White House principal deputy press secretary, couldn't explain why Biden used a phrase from British patriotism while halfway around the world from England. Quote, this is from the article in Axios, Biden's quirky aphorisms are sometimes weaponized by Republicans to insinuate the 80-year-old president is in mental decline. But Biden has been using unique phrases for years. But even some of his aides aren't exactly sure what he means by them. There you go. That is dear leader stuff. Dear leader stuff. He just has old-timey phrases we don't understand. Because you can't build a wall high enough to keep out a... A, a, a vaccine, the vaccine can stop the spread of these diseases. That's just an old-timey phrase. He didn't lose his uh, train of thought there. If you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able That's to... That's an old-timey phrase. Anyway. Yeah, it's yeah. an old-timey phrase. Uh, you know, that dear leader stuff isn't working either. You tried it for the first summer of his presidency, saying, oh, what's uh, the dear leader eating? He likes ice cream. What kind of ice cream do you like, dear leader? Well, I like chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Ah, let the the heralds come down from the heavens and proclaim chocolate, chocolate, chip has the only flavor that exists in America. The only flavor. Burn the rest of the ice cream. It's terrible because the dear leader loves his chocolate, chocolate, chip. They're still doing that. They're just not talking about ice cream. Let's go to John in Baltimore. John, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hey, Rob. How are you today? I'm good, buddy. What's up? (laughs) 
Well, uh, I heard you a couple of minutes ago talking about uh, saying that uh, you couldn't think of a word to describe uh, Hunter Biden that you could use on the radio. I have one for you. It's traitor. These people sold their country down the river for personal profit. Uh, You know, and you got the the stupid party, the Republicans, uh, they don't take advantage of these kinds of situations. Uh, well, they still haven't. They still haven't impeached. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene has introduced articles of impeachment. So has Lauren Boebert, and they've not acted on them yet. When Donald Trump was a president, they acted for a stupid phone call, and the impeachment was thrown out because it was ridiculous. So it's time for the GOP to get their act together, or they're going to be removed by the crowd with pitches and torches and pitchforks as well. Couldn't agree more. These yeah, guys, it, when whenever the Democrats attack. Their whole defense is when oh, you, you guys are racist, you guys are fascist. Uh, the Republicans stand there and say, no, we're not. Uh, why don't they stand up there uh, at just one time and say, well, uh, you're, you're accusing us of all these things. Why don't you give us an example? Yeah. And they never do. No, they never do, John. Uh, they just shout names. They try to shout you down. They call you a, an ist. They say you have an ism or you have a phobia. It's nonsense. John, i got to run. Thanks for the phone call, buddy. Thanks for the phone call. I do want to lean into now this uh, to-do going on with Joe Rogan, uh, RFK, and one of the leader, leaders of the vaccine propaganda campaign of the federal government, Peter Hotez. Peter Hotez has been spouting off about Robert Kennedy Jr. and refusing to debate RFK Jr., who's being revealed as a truth truth teller and a soothsayer, by the way. We're going to get into that. I've got some audio that's going to blow your doors off about how big money and big grants from Anthony Fauci can change your mind in a very dramatic fashion, even at the expense of people's health. That's coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. What you do in your bedroom is your business. What you do to our country is ours. It's the Rob Carson Show. I don't want to step on credence. Oh, so good. So March 17th of 2020, I, uh, I saw an article and I kept it. And if you've been listening to my podcast before I had the nationally syndicated radio program, here's the article. It's very dog-eared. It's got some coffee stains on it and stuff. And it says, MIT PhD reveals sinister theory about COVID. Okay, and Shiva Adivadare, who disappeared, by the way, a candidate for U.S. Senate of Massachusetts, warned on Twitter that the crisis was being manipulated. This was March of 2020. I said this. I said, there's something going on here. There's something not right. I work at a car dealership. We've not been shut down. Uh, Walmart's still open. Lowe's is still open. People are not dying. People are not dying in masks. I'd go up to the, the, the largest emergency room in Johnson County, Kansas, Kansas side of Kansas City. Nobody was there. Nobody was there. Nobody, nobody was dying. Nobody was there. And here's what Shivadari uh, Avadari said. He said, uh, as an MIT PhD in biological engineering who studies and does research nearly every day on the immune system, the coronavirus fear-mongering by the deep state will go down in history as the biggest fraud to manipulate economies, suppress dissent, and push mandated medicine. That's why I hung on to it. Because I knew I was going to be proven right. And I have been. And more is going to come out about this. 
Here is Joe Rogan. Uh, I remember when uh, when when initially this uh, this uh, pandemic started to hit, and there were reports out of of all places um, uh, Australia about ivermectin and about hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine given out billions of of of, uh, of uh, doses annually to residents of Africa to to uh, prevent um, uh, malaria, right? And it works beautifully. It's like it's like aspirin. You could take a dozen of them, you'd be perfectly fine. Uh, but but suddenly they couldn't say anything about it, even though they had proven to be quite effective by some doctors who were using. It. It's kind of weird that way, right? And we were all steered to one thing, and that is a, a vaccine. Here's Joe Rogan talking about that. And, and this is where I came up with the expression, dissent is not disinformation. Because they said, you can't talk about uh, ivermectin, it's horse medicine. You can't talk about hydroxychloroquine, because, you know, that's disinformation. It's about how it actually works, how the system actually works to go against people that are dissenters. I have no questions. Dissent. Because I was in the middle of it. I saw yeah. it. I saw it happen. I saw the CNN thing where they made my face yellow and said I was taking <laughs> horse medication. Which is that the most, it's to say that and to repeat that over and over again is such a clear indication that they conspired it's oh, such yeah. a because it's this it's uniform it's horse dewormer uniform a medication that's used far more often on human beings it's been prescribed for billions yeah it's yeah. insane yeah it's and fine. the fact and that won, and won the nobel prize for for efficacy in humans but the problem was that both ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine are dirt cheap yeah in humans yeah it was wild it was just but wild they had, to they had to do it they had to discredit ivermectin because you know why because there's a federal law the federal law the emergency use authorization statute says that you cannot issue you cannot issue an emergency use authorization to a vaccine if there is what? an existing medication that has oh. been approved for any purpose oh they c-blocked it that that is demonstrated effective against the target illness so they said the only option was the vaccine Duh. And even late night TV played along. But don't worry about the anti-vaxxers being unprotected because they have found a new drug that also does not protect them. It's called ivermectin, which is a horse dewormer. So you'll probably wow. still get COVID. But on the bright side, you could win the Preakness. <laughs> Proponents say. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Brilliant. Sure. And they all slavishly slopped it up. Why not? Giddy up. Dr. Fauci said that if hospitals get any more overcrowded, they're going to have to make some very tough choices about who gets an ICU bed. And that choice doesn't seem so tough to me. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. Yeah. You're, that's, there you go. Now you can just live with it. Your ratings show that everybody gets you as an unfunny, both of you guys, as unfunny shills for the state. That's why Greg Gutfeld was kicking your butt before Fox uh, fired Tucker Carlson. And you know whose show is on the rise? Oh, this guy right here, Saturday night, Rob Carson's What in the World. Uh, Fox is counter-programming my show with a comedy show. Crazy, right? Ken Cuccinelli joins us next to talk about uh, the Bidens and his candidate, uh, Ron DeSantis. That's on the way. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.
all those who are sick and tired of people moving to D.C. and spending their entire lives telling us how to live ours. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hey, kids, we have a special guest on the Newsmax Hotline. Ken Cuccinelli, former AG of the state of Virginia, also Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security during the Trump administration, uh, now is working with the DeSantis for President, the, uh, uh, President candidacy, and then he joins us on the Newsmax Highline. How are you today, my friend? Better than America. I hope you are. Oh, brother, I know this. Now, Ken, I want to say this first and foremost. Uh, I respect you. Uh, I respect Ron DeSantis. Um, uh, you know, I think we disagree on which candidate we support, but I want to thank you for being on the show. I think that's very important, and I'm really glad because I think the only way we're going to work out our problems in this country, left, right, Democrat, Republican, is to uh, talk about them. All right. So uh, I, I want to pick enough. your. I want to pick your. And by the way, I think I think that Ron DeSantis will make a great president. And when 2029 rolls around, I am ready for it. I, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's laughing. Okay, whatever. I want to pick your mind on these on these three charges against Hunter Biden. Um, the two yeah. for uh, tax evasion and the and the gun charge resulting in a wrist slap. I said this morning. Well, no kidding. I think everybody was predicting this. What? Why? Yeah. Uh, I think today something. Ha- I think probably part of this might have been with um, with uh, uh, the testimony on Capitol Hill today. But what are, what are your thoughts on it? Well, uh, I think it's a pressure release valve, a political pressure release valve on the Bidens. Yeah. Um, it's intended to show, hey, look, uh, this whole we're above the law thing isn't true. Um, he's convicted, you know, of two misdemeanors. I'm sorry. That just has almost no effect on your life. Um, felonies affect your life. Um, and um, the now I was a state attorney general. I ran prosecutions yeah. in Virginia. But at the federal level, you know, they have policies they follow, and this doesn't abide by those policies, as I understand them. Specifically, um, they seek the jail time on the most serious charge, not the most minimal charge. Um, And, um, you know, that's the gun offense, which has a five-year minimum sentence. And uh, that is not what we are seeing advanced here. They're they effectively looks like they're going to drop the gun charge. (laughs) This is amazing. And yet the FBI does a fishing expedition in Mar-a-Lago. They come up with 37 charges, a possibility of 400 years in prison, and they moved away from the Presidential Records Act to the Espionage Act, which to me says, politics aside, this says weaponized Justice Department uh, doing a dragnet and uh, seeing a man and finding the crime. What do you think about the the uh, the the difference here? Oh, there's no question. There's a there's a double standard here, and um, um, th- this the president's case shouldn't have been brought, but it was. And now, interestingly, one of the results of that is that puts pressure on this Department of Justice. Uh, to kind of raise the standard as far as what they are willing to file on the Biden family front. Now, there won't be any indictment of Joe Biden. You can't indict a sitting president. That is something that we've heard talked about for the last 25 years, all the way back to Bill Clinton. Um, and um, But that doesn't mean that those investigations are not useful or relevant. I found it interesting today, the U.S. attorney in Delaware, who is brought these particular Hunter Biden charges, 
says the investigation into him is still ongoing. So that that's peculiar that normally you finish up whatever you're going to investigate before charges are brought forward. So I am still a little curious if there's more hanging out there for Hunter Biden. And obviously what you and I would be most interested in is the Burisma, Ukraine, China bribes. If Let me ask you this. I, I, I want to so. pick your legal mind here because you know certainly much more about this than I do. Uh, about a month ago, the DOJ fired the five people investigating who were on the case, the IRS case against Hunter Biden. Um, do you suppose that uh, the people investigating the case wanted more with this, so the DOJ took over, dismissed them, so they could plea deal into n- uh, nothing? Um, it, it is a plausible theory. Um, and, you know, we don't have anything much more that I know of beyond what we're seeing that you just described. And But when that's what you see... I think the conclusion, you know, first of all, it's pretty rare to see anybody fired in the federal government, much less demoted or moved um, out of schedule. And to see that happen to five people at the same time is highly unusual, highly unusual. Now, I will say as an agency head, I did it. Um, You know, I ended up letting people go at a rate of one every four days. Um, That's what it averaged out to when I moved up to be the deputy secretary. So... Um, But on this front, you know, let's bring it back to the presidential race. Um, The president obviously is saying, I'm going to fix this stuff. Um, If I thought he would fix it, um, then it should have been done the first go around. He shouldn't have hired Chris Ray, And I'd be with him. I am not anti-Trump. I was proud of the time working with him. Um, I appreciated what we were pursuing there on the uh, border security front. Um, But I believe that it's not really a close call who will actually get this done better and more effectively and longer, and that's Ron DeSantis. All right, let me, let me ask you about I'm this. supporting him. I understand. Uh, let, me, let me ask you this. What is, uh, how important on the priorities list is uh, 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 taking apart the deep state in Washington, D.C., and exposing malfeasance, corruption, and making people pay for that said malfeasance, said corruption? How high on mm-hmm. the platform is it? You mean to me and my no to Ron to, to to Ron DeSantis to Ron DeSantis. Oh, I, I mean, he's just given how much he's talking about it and emphasizing it. Um, he hasn't put a rating on it, but it seems like it's very important. And and I would point out he's the only person in America who's ever removed a Soros prosecutor, for example, and he led Florida to a fifty-year low in crime. So. You know, this guy's got chops. He comes in. He's been a federal prosecutor. He's been a military prosecutor. Um, He comes in with tools and experience that's relevant to doing this job. And and I just don't I'm sorry. I just have a hard time giving President Trump a lot of credence here when he says, oh, well, I'll clean it up in six months. Well, you had four years and a lot of the people you put in place are part of the problem. Well, that's. And, I mean, uh, that he was, was also a political. Ad, he was also a political outsider to go into Washington D.C. You think he knew all this? You think he knew all the backstabbing that was going on? I mean, uh, seriously, uh, well, look, did Rob, did Rob, did, Rob, did Caesar know half of his sinners were going to murder him? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, when you have his foreign policy, let's jump to a different topic slightly, and we'll come back. But if you have the president's foreign policy. And you hired John Bolton to head your National Security Council. You explain that to me like he didn't know what what John Bolton's approach to 
um, foreign affairs and military intervention was. I mean, he did a lot of this himself. It's what was so frustrating to me in trying to accomplish his policies was some of the other people he hired stood in the way, and he didn't fire them. He didn't well, move them out of the way. I and, understand and that, but also... DeSantis, yeah, let me finish, please. DeSantis, oh, please, go ahead. That's fine. Alternative as a chief executive in Florida is when people weren't aligned with the agenda, they were moved out. It wasn't yeah. a big... They weren't fired on Twitter, but they were removed from their positions to get out of the way of accomplishing the agenda. And the result was he's accomplished more in more categories of, of, of issues than any chief executive, president, or governor in our lifetimes. Well, you also have to look at 2020 becoming 2020. Was Because it was 2020, almost 100% negative coverage in all of the media. You had every uh, every investigation going on, a, f- a fake impeachment going on, all of these things. So and we can agree to disagree on that. Let me ask you this, though, Ken. Um, how do you suppose... That's all about the past, and this should be about the future. Well, that's fine, but I, 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 you know, I understand. Um, and, and I do want to make this a, a, a good conversation between the two of us, even though we disagree. Um, let me ask you this. How will Ron DeSantis um, handle the amount of pressure, the amount of investigations, the amount of uh, the deep state being thrown at him that Donald Trump has endured? How will he handle that? How will he stop that uh, before it can start and before it, it uh, completely takes over his agenda defending against false charges? So he's had some of that on the education side in Florida where that that whole arm of his own government was rising up against him. And what you saw over the course of years was he implemented policy after policy into law, not just executive orders, into law that permanently changed and dismembered that part of the deep state in Florida. And it was, as higher ed is in virtually every state, no matter how red, it's its own little deep state. I personally, as a conservative, kind of thought public higher ed was was lost to us. And Ron DeSantis has proven that's not true. We can take back that territory. I'm just using one example where the world knows he's made progress there. And he did it in the face of four of the largest media markets coming down on him, um, as well as his own deep state. And then, of course, there's COVID, where President Trump himself was coming down on him reopening Florida and the media and the Fauci, you know, the, the stampede of so-called experts. And he stood in the face of it. And the results have been very clear, um, Florida versus other states and freedoms, you know, uh, prominence in Florida. And the result economically and in terms of the freedom of worship and speech and everything else in Florida, he just dominates the rest of the country in terms of performance in those let me let me ask you this uh how is florida hand how is florida handling the uh naacp boycott certainly tourism has probably died completely especially during pride month since florida (laughs) is such an anti-gay anti-black state i mean is it just a bunch of white people living down there a bunch of cisgendered white straight people living down there ken well, you know, if you think of uh, if you think of the states that a Republican has to win for president, um, the Hispanic vote looms very large. And in 2022, in his reelect, Ron DeSantis won 60, 60 percent of the Hispanic vote. He won Miami-Dade County by double digits. Um, and to your point, when the NAACP played its political stunt um, to try because of the policies that Ron DeSantis has led the implementation of in Florida, he went right after them. 
his communications team in Florida pulled up the pictures of all of the NAACP folks vacationing in Florida. Heck, their chairman lives in <laughs> yeah, Tampa. I saw that. And he is that was good. That was good. And so he just he trolled the heck out of them. No one fights the media better. And I literally mean no one fights the media better than Ron DeSantis. When they were coming down on him for what they wanted to call his book ban in schools, which was really just removing inappropriate, child-inappropriate materials, um, it wasn't banning anything. So he held a press conference with all of the media that had been criticizing him, and he started reading from the books and holding the pictures up of these books, and they were cutting their own video feeds. It was the ultimate media troll of all time that I've ever seen. He's so good at it, and Donald Trump is a fighter, and he fights the media, but he, he just kind of fights. I mean, he punches them back. He tells them they're fake news. Ron DeSantis uses those opportunities to actually move our policy agenda forward, to correct their questions, to then skip that reporter, to punish them for their BS bias. And and the president never prepares enough to do that. Ron DeSantis does. Joe Biden will not debate Ron DeSantis. He will not do it. They will come up with reasons, excuses. You you heard it from here, me right now, Rob. They won't debate him. They'll say he's mean, he's a bigot, he's this, he's that, um, because it'll be the greatest slaughter in the history of presidential debates. Well, I think, Ken, I think that it, 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 I think both of these candidates have uh, uh, an enormous amount of power with uh, the ability to um, unabashedly approach the media, unabashedly take on the media with their, their nonsense. Uh, they just do it in different ways. I want to wrap things up here real quick, Ken Cuginelli. I do appreciate your time. Uh, you've got a lot of... does it better. He just does it better. Well, you say he does. I, I kind of like I like the smash mouth Donald Trump too. Yeah, you know, he doesn't talk like me. DeSantis plus. I think DeSantis has done a great job. He learned a lot from Donald Trump. You should give him credit for that. Just and improved on it. You should give him credit for that. All right. Okay. Let me ask you. You got a lot of Hispanics living in Florida. How well do you suppose that sits that uh, the city of Angels would have a uh, anti-Catholic, anti-Christ group honored at a baseball game that a lot of Hispanics come to this country to play uh, from places like Cuba? Uh, what do you suppose that the butt is off the rose on this Pride Month LGBTQRSTUV nonsense? Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, there aren't many letters left out. I think those letters are going to have a protest of their own for being left out. But um, I'm Catholic. I think that was one of the most offensive things I've seen um, that that they would. Uh, and I was disappointed that, that, frankly, even the baseball players would walk onto the field that day. I know. That was I know. disappointing to me. And to your point, um, baseball, interestingly, over 10 percent of all Major League Baseball players come from the Dominican Republic. All of, that means there's like two yeah. per team. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it is a very heavily Hispanic sport, proudly so, and it's worth being proud about that. That's something to be proud of. All right. But, but uh, you know, I want to know when the other six uh, Vini- deadly sins get their month. Now that Exactly. <laughs> That's true. Hey, uh, Ken Cuccinelli, I do appreciate you joining me today. I'm, I'm hopefully going to be going to New Hampshire, uh, hanging out with, uh, with a good friend of mine out there, Jack Heath, uh, and me- be able to meet you to discuss further. I really do appreciate the dialogue today, hey, my friend. Mary, Rob. Absolutely, brother, because we're, we're, we're both on the right side of good here, and good is going to yeah, win. There's a lot of I bad. I agree with you. All right, yeah. so may the best man win. Uh, I appreciate you, and we'll have you on again soon, okay? Sounds good. All right, and what, what push a website. Go ahead. You're, go ahead. 
Yeah, well, or follow, <laughs> now that the, it's Freebird, follow me on Twitter at Ken Cuccinelli. And NeverBackDown.org is our super PAC. I'm not with right. the campaign. I'm with a gotcha. super PAC. Gotcha. Um, and that's where we're located. All right. Take care of yourself, my friend. I appreciate it. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Donald Trump says he's the funniest man on TV. Just wait till he hears him on the radio. It's The Rob Carson Show. All right. So um, I, I haven't played the uh, Joe Rogan uh, audio with RFK. I'm going to get to that. And also this uh, Dr. Peter Hotez. Uh, with uh, regard to how badly he changed his mind on uh, vaccines because he got a lot of money. Uh, so we'll get to that very shortly. I do want to mention this uh, Ocean Gate Titanic sub that has uh, been underwater and, and they've lost. Um, they don't know where it is, what, where, what it is. I, I got to tell you, uh, I know a lot about the Titanic. I know a lot about Titanic exploration. Uh, Night to Remember is the first book I read as a child, uh, the first adult book I ever read as a child, uh, not that kind of an adult book. Um, this sounds like a shoddy operation. Uh, this sounds to me like the, uh, you know, you ever been to Mexico and you're out there in the beach and these guys will come up to you and they say, hey, you want to go parasailing? And you're like, oh, parasailing, that means I'm up in the air hanging from a parachute 300 feet from the air behind your boat. And I'm like, you know what, I'm cool. And then they immediately say, hey, you want to buy some ganja? I'm like, okay, well, I now I know I made the right decision because you're the people who want to hang me 300 feet above the air, above the ocean. And then if I say no, you want to sell me weed? And so I want you to listen to this. This is... Um, a, they did several stories on this group. CBS Sunday Morning did a story on this group, this organization that sends people down. Uh, they pay $250,000 apiece to be on this submarine to go to the Hall of the Titanic. All right? Now, I want you to think about this. This, this ship is two and a half miles down. You know that uh, power washer you have in your garage that goes up to 2,500 pounds per square inch? If you put that on a, uh, uh, if you take that uh, nozzle and you put it to a very tight um, uh, uh, setting, meaning it sprays really hard, it'll cut your toe off. It will cut your toe off. There's no doubt about it at all. Now imagine taking that 2,500 pounds per square inch and making it at 2,500 pounds per square centimeter. That's what happens if a hole, if a hole, a breach in that hole happens, they're dead, instantaneously dead. They still could be intact on the bottom of the ocean because these guys uh, literally put together this sub with knockoff parts. Listen to this. Pieces of this sub seemed improvised. We can use these off-the-shelf components. I got these from uh, Camper World. We run the whole thing with this game controller. <laughs> Come on! It's... They run the whole thing on a PlayStation game controller. And then, of course, uh, there's this. Sitting well, I'll get to that next. Uh, trust me, uh, there's more to say on this than also uh, Hunter and uh, Rogan and all that. Stick around. This is The Rob Carson Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. 
Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. This is The Rob Carson Show. And on days like today, I wish it was about 10 hours long because I have 10 hours of show prep to go through to get to the finish line today. Uh, this is um, former uh, former AG Pam Bondi on Newsmax talking about Hunter Biden's plea deal this morning and how it was not a big surprise. You shouldn't be surprised. You shouldn't be freaked out. You need to keep your eyes on the prize, which is taking down Joe Biden and his crime family in this administration. I'll tell you, this is not unexpected. I've been saying for quite some time, this is how I thought they would resolve it, with a slap on the wrist, with misdemeanors. And here's the reason why it needed to be done that way to favor him because now it's called jeopardy jeopardy attaches to anything else to any new administration to any new justice department that could come in and try to go after him on these charges as felonies that's why it's so frightening and so important what they did and why they did it the american people need to understand that so they let him plead to misdemeanors. So now anything related to those charges is off the table forever in federal court. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's the way they do things in Washington, D.C., ain't it? There's still a lot of other malfeasance we can look at. They gave a total pass to Biden's crooked son. Jim Lied on his application to purchase a handgun. Yeah, he ought to be in prison. Yeah, he should be. But he gets off scot-free. Because he's a them and we're an us. Calls our two-tier justice system is a travesty. It's a joke. People need to go to jail. He evaded taxes, but he won't serve a day. What's worse? Hunter Biden's proven that sometimes crime can pay, but you won't see him in prison. No one can tell you why. Except the Bidens are protected by the FBI. They won't look at Hunter's laptop. They won't even crack the lid. Chris Ray doesn't want to know the crimes that Hunter did. Yeah, he ought to be in prison. He should be. Instead, he gets a plea. Because our justice system's corrupt as it can be. Pretty much. Pretty much. Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton's uh, glorious organization announced that it's filed a Freedom of Information Act against the United States Department of Homeland Security, the DHS, for all records of communications tied to the Election Integrity Partnership. All right, so this is uh, uh, Tom Fitton's group going after the DHS, uh, which became an arm of censorship for the federal government. It did. Uh, remember when I said that if uh, the deep state, if the Democrat Party, uh, the uh, the uh, t- big tech and the mainstream media all say what you believe is misinformation or disinformation, it means they know the tr- you know the truth? That's what I said. I've been saying it for two years. Now I know it's true. They all work together. They all worked together. The DHS worked with uh, Twitter, with Facebook. 
Uh, here are some examples here. A judicial watch in January 2023 sued the DOJ for records of communication between the Federal Bureau of Investigation and social media sites regarding foreign influence on elections, as well as the Hunter Biden laptop story. All of these are tied together. The FBI covered up all of these things, steered the narrative. 2022, YouTube censored a Judicial Watch video about Biden corruption and election integrity issues in the 2020 election. That was when the FBI and the deep state said you couldn't say anything about 2020 election malfeasance. Couldn't say anything about the vaccine. Couldn't say anything about ivermectin. Couldn't say anything about uh, CRT. Couldn't say anything about transgenderism. Couldn't say anything about Black Lives Matter. That all came from them. That's what this is. April 2021, Judicial Watch published documents revealing how California state officials pressured social media to censor posts about the 2020 election. May 2021, Iowa state officials pressured social media companies, Twitter and Facebook, to censor posts about the 2020 election. They've never tried a Stalinistic takeover of the country with the First and Second Amendment. They did a damn good job killing the, the First Amendment. But it's back with a vengeance. Back with a vengeance. Back with a vengeance. So I do want to get to this because it's a really big story, and it's not necessarily about COVID. What it is about is um, is a uh, a Department of uh, Health for a government that cares more about enriching pharma than protecting the American people. All right. So um, there's a little uh, a little tête-à-tête going on between Peter Hotez, who's a vaccine promoter, who's been featured on MSNBC for years, and Robert Kennedy Jr. And Robert Kennedy Jr. has said, "Hey, let's have a debate about it." And uh, by the way, uh, Peter Hotez has a new book out, and he's peddling his new book. Kennedy is suggesting that he join uh, uh, him on Rogan's podcast, and now uh, Hotez is saying he doesn't want it to become the Jerry Springer show. So he has talked a lot of smack over the years about you know uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Robert Kennedy Jr. By the way, was was absolutely censored on everywhere. All of his thoughts on vaccines, vaccination, anything were censored. I had my YouTube channel taken down and demonetized because I put up a video done by Robert Kennedy Jr. that was true. That was true. All right? This is an interesting comment from uh, RFK about the summer of 2020. And then we'll get to the audio from this, uh, this Dr. Peter Hotez. But listen to this. Remember when I said that 2020 was 2020 because it was 2020? Meaning that everything that happened in the summer of 2020 was not uh, organic. It was by design. Thinking that America was the home of the free and the land of the brave. And the reason that we were the home of the free is because we were the land of the brave. And all of a sudden you had the Democratic Party that was just pumping up fear and stoking it and inflaming it and telling us we all had to obey and we all had to abandon our constitutional rights in front of my eyes they dismantled the constitution they went after first freedom of speech which madison hamilton adams said we put free expression in the first amendment because all the other amendments are dependent on it if a government can silence its critics it has a license for any atrocity our federal government wiped their rear ends with the first amendment for the last five years and as soon as they realize, okay, they're putting up with it. They went after the other plank and the First Amendment was freedom of worship. They closed uh-huh. all the churches Told for you. a year with, without any scientific citation, yeah. no democratic process. Suddenly they had one unelected bureaucrat who was telling everybody to stay in your homes. 
Now, I want you to listen to this. This is uh, Peter Hotez. I got this from a report by Dan Cohen online. Peter uh, Hotez, at the beginning of the pandemic, before he got millions of dollars from Dr. Tony Fauci in the same grant that funded Chinese communist regime scientists. This according to... um, Gateway Pundit, that headline, but this is the audio. Here's uh, Dr. Cotez. In the first year, year, when Trump was still president, Cotez warned about the dangers of rushing vaccines under emergency use authorization. That's Dan, uh, that is Dan Cohen introducing it. Here is Dr. Hotel. I don't think EUAs have a place for vaccines. We've never done an emergency use authorization for a major vaccine yeah. out of the least to the public. Do what that. does that mean? We know it's a lesser quality review. What's the FDA going to do wow. to ensure uh, public safety? In March 2020, Cortez gave congressional testimony to warn about the dangers of coronavirus vaccines. One of the things that we're not hearing a lot about is the unique potential safety problem of coronavirus vaccine. What? With certain types of respiratory virus vaccines, you get immunized, and then when you get actually exposed to the virus, you get this kind of paradoxical immune enhancement phenomenon. We started developing uh, coronavirus vaccines, and our colleagues, we noticed in laboratory animals that they started to show some of the same immune pathology that resembled what had happened 50 years earlier. So So now, there he is. 2020 saying vaccines are bad, really bad when the government uses emergency youth authorization to push them through. But then he changed his mind. Once the FDA had given emergency use authorization, Hotez reversed his public stance. Huh. So what's your reaction to this uh, approval out of this second vaccine? Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. The emergency use authorization what? closely approximates the full uh, approval process, so there's uh, a no- nothing really rushed. Any vaccine released by emergency use authorization by the FDA is an outstanding uh, vaccine. Take whatever vaccine <laughs> is really offered to you. Take whatever vaccine is offered for you. Before, he said vaccines are impossibly bad and that if an emergency youth authorization is is pushed, that is a red flag that you shouldn't take it. Now he's saying take whatever they want. Isn't that funny? Oh, it gets worse. 65% of the population with a single dose of the vaccine and 50% two doses. You need more than one dose now. The amount of transmission will really start to decline. 60 to 70%, 60 to 80% threshold. We need to get to about 75% before we interrupt transmission. Around three quarters of the U.S. population. Roughly 80% of the U.S. population. Two doses turned to three. I think ultimately a third immunization with the mRNA vaccines will probably be needed at some point. We thought there was a pretty high likelihood we might have to give a third immunization down the line anyway at some point because we had no idea about the durability of any protection of any of these vaccines. So if you got yeah, and, and then he said that he's, he's been saying three doses since the very beginning. Even though at the beginning he said don't take the vaccine, especially if an emergency youth authorization is used by the government. Ultimately, we'll need to give a third immunization, and I've been pretty much saying that all along. <laughs> this was always a three-dose vaccine, <laughs> and so this was all predicted and predictable. <laughs> no, I've always said this is a three-dose vaccine. Oh. Two mRNA vaccines were always a three-dose vaccine. But we've known for a while that this was going to be a three-dose vaccine. He's making it up as he went along. This is why he's not debating RFK Jr. on Joe Rogan's show, because he's already lost with his own words, but it gets worse. The U.S. population had met what Hotez and the government called fully vaccinated. Yeah. Today, 
we hit two important milestones. Guys, after you get that third immunization, you do get a big boost in virus neutralizing antibodies. By November 2021, the U.S. population had met what Hotez and the government called fully vaccinated. Which means you should stop. Today, we hit two important milestones. 80% of adults now have at least their first shot, and 70% of adults are now fully vaccinated. But the goalposts were shifted, and the booster campaign was just getting started. Yeah, and here's where it starts to go really off the rails. Listen to all, zero vaccinations, anti-vax, not going to work to this. Continue mass vaccination as aggressively as possible. That's right. Are you expecting as a result uh, for these vaccines to, to essentially become a, a twice yearly thing? Of course, with mRNA. Yeah, from one to two to three to four and now a new, another shot every six months. That may be what's required. You need two boosters. You're going to need a third booster. Two boosts <laughs> really makes the difference. Get your second boost. Uh, there are these new boosters. Uh, they've been available for a little over a week. Uh, who should get them? Well, any anyone who's eligible. Oh, Once yeah. you're more Anybody. than out four or five months from your last Anybody. booster. No matter where you're at, maximize out your vaccinations. And even if you've gotten a single booster, you need two boosters. Now's the time to get a booster if you haven't been boosted in a while. Cha-ching. And all the while never being questioned because he only appeared on sycophantic news broadcasts like uh, MSNBC's Morning Joe with the super stupid Mika Brzezinski. Four months out, you're going to need a third booster as well, a fifth immunization. Third boosters, meaning fifth immunization. She's getting confused. Just wait. New bivalent a booster. You want to get Paxlovid. That gives you an extra Paxlovid. layer of uh, protection as well. You need to get that booster. People need to get their bivalent booster. And the important message that I have this morning is get your new bivalent booster. And finally, he admits the truth about the vaccines, the boosters, and all of it. After years of blaming the unvaccinated for the virus, demanding censorship, and seeking to criminalize criticism, Hotez casually admitted that the injections, in fact, don't stop transmission. Oh. We are not stopping infection anyway, but no, the booster's actually keeping people out of the hospital. Yeah, that's when they changed it to it'll keep you out of the hospital, and that was a lie, too. And here's RFK explaining why all that happened. All of the other institutions of government that, that should stand between a greedy corporation and a vulnerable child have been compromised. Congress, Congress gets more money, lobbying money, from the, from the pharmaceutical industry than any other industry. They give them double what oil and gas I'm talking about lobbyists. There's more pharma lobbyists on Capitol Hill than there are congressmen, senators, and Supreme Court justices combined. We are on the verge of the biggest uh, earthquake and tsunami of government uh, malfeasance and corruption in American and world history. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Time to put Nancy, Joe, Chuck, Bernie, and Mitch in a retirement home. Rest well and rest easy. You deserve it. It's The Rob Carson Show. Well, what have we discovered today? Well, we discovered that uh, Hunter Biden uh, was going to be charged with superfluous charges and he's going to get a slap on the wrist. Okay, we knew that was going to happen. Uh, not a big surprise. We also found out, and, and you've found out uh, through the entire, well, as long as you've been listening to the show, that I was right about everything with regard to COVID and the 2020 election, 2020, and Russia collusion and all that. Because, you know, uh, I'm not stupid. Yeah. 
We also found out that this guy, this uh, this shill, this Dr. Peter Hotez, who will not uh, debate Robert Kennedy Jr., who's had been able to throw rocks at Robert Kennedy Jr. for a couple years, saying he's a conspiracy theorist and all this. Now Dr. Peter Hotez, who literally appears in a lab coat from his home to look all doctory on MSNBC, uh, basically said, oh, no, you can't be taking, uh, you can't be taking any uh, vaccines, and, 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 uh, especially if it's an emergency or youth authorization. That's the government. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, his organization gets a whole bunch of money from uh, Tony Fauci. And then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I don't know, he'll get 10 boosters, get a booster every six months. And all the while, uh, the pharma companies became richer than they could ever imagine. I mean, richer than you could ever imagine. The pharma companies, it used to be that, I believe it was at Pfizer, it used to be, used to be uh, like a uh, $9, billion, uh, $9 billion company throughout its entire history. No, $40 billion company. For its entire history, Pfizer, $40 billion company. 2021 went to a $90 billion company. I mean, hundreds of times its original value. Pfizer, J&J, Moderna, all richer than you could ever imagine. And during COVID, like 50 billionaires were created, and most of them were in big pharma and China. Where's that article? Where's that article? Where's that article? The article that I saved that said this would be shown to be the biggest scam in the history of mankind. And it will. It's going to come out. And, and you know it. You know it in your heart. When you feel something in your heart and you use your common sense and you got this uh, spidey sense about what the what is going on and you got the media that all of a sudden dogpiling on your beliefs and then also, oddly enough, the same talking points are coming from big tech and the same talking points are coming from the federal government and they're all saying that what you believe is misinformation or disinformation and you're going, huh, that, that's so strange. Maybe I should just shut up. No, no, no. Maybe you're right. And you have been. You have been all along. Basically, every time that you feel like that your liberties are being attacked by the federal government, you're right. You've been right. You've been a thousand percent right. And uh, this may work in North Korea. This may work in China. It may work in this country. It ain't going to work for very long. And fortunately, I don't want to tell you, there, there's few people who are leading a what I would call an information revolution that are that are exposing the the worst things you could ever imagine about the deep state and its collaboration with very giant corporate entities to enrich one another while we suffer it's um i'm very grateful i'm grateful for uh elon musk for buying twitter and exposing all of the collaboration with big social media, the DHS. More is coming. I'm thankful for two AGs, one from Missouri and one from Louisiana, who drove a lawsuit that's now uh, in Congress right now, talking about how uh, the government weaponized different agencies to shut down what they call disinformation and misinformation. I'm thankful for Joe Rogan, who I thought literally a year ago, I thought he was just a pot-smoking meathead who uh, sat and got high with Elon Musk. Now I realize the man is a sage. He talks different than me. Ken Cuccinelli, he, he, I said that, yeah, uh, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis will learn a lot from Trump. And, and he says, well, yeah, he took what Trump gave him and he perfected it. Well, no, he just has a different way of doing it. You know, you've got uh, uh, Joe Rogan over here, kind of the meathead. And then you've got, you know, people who are a little more intellectual coming together for the same truth. So 
hat tip to Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, and the truth tellers out there because they're causing this revolution, and this revolution ain't stopping anytime soon. On the way, a gun store raided in Montana, and it's got a lot of people's radars up about the IRS, and Chris Christie is a super rhino. All of that coming up. I will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. He got 81 million votes. Yeah, right. It's the Rob Carson Show. Don't worry. Who it now? Don't want to step on Rage. Nope. Rage Against the Machine, one of my uh, favorite bands. Gen X bands. Um... Just a great, great man, by the way. Tom Morello, uh, lead guitarist, incredible. Moved on, working with Gary Clark Jr. Uh, genius. Genius. Genius, I say. All right, so um, I want to get to uh, this raid of a gun store in Montana in just one second. I, I had uh, mentioned to you, you know, we, uh, we're on kind of the cutting edge of, of opinion on the show because we use common sense and life experience and research, and we were able to look at things like on the first day of COVID, say, hey, I think this is being played up, which I did, uh, and others did, and, and cried foul on all of it. Uh, you know, with uh, uh, Russia collusion, I, I looked at Russia collusion, I said, well, why would Russia collude with Russia? He's a hawk on defense and a hawk on the American economy, but Hillary Clinton had already been bought and paid for. Duh, obvious distraction. 2020, I can go off forever on 2020. Now we know the FBI, the DOJ, and the deep state was involved in that. Uh, and it all, you know, it all seems mysterious to some, but to people with, with common sense, it's fairly obvious. That's why I came up with this. Arizona and Corona. Obviously stolen. All the lies about them they've been telling 65% you. 65% failure, one county. How did they win it? Didn't happen anywhere else. The freaking Senate. In the country. When the votes that they received were very few. Why is that? Don't catch the stupid, don't buy their BS. That climate change is real, inflation's not. Don't catch the stupid, don't believe them. Because distraction and diversion's all they got. We all know that Hurricane Ian was the result of global warming. Russian collusion led to confusion. January 6th is a smokescreen. The new Green Deal is a disguise deal. Like their mandate forcing you to take vaccine. Don't catch the stupid, you just can't do it that in women's sports men should compete they're teaching sex ed in kindergarten their destructive policies we must defeat like wear a mask don't wear a mask statues have fallen it's so appalling to ignore hunter's laptop and his staff that's true don't catch the stupid rejected nonsense everything is stupid on the left yeah pretty much that is Jim Gossett, by the way. Jim Gossett. If you'd like to help him out on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, just go to Jim Gossett Comedy. Spiff him a few bucks. We hope to take the show on the road. Think about this. All right. Uh, okay. For instance, you're talking about um, stories that are uh, parroted. Rush Limbaugh used to say the drive-by media. And they always, everything's a major crisis. Everything is a major scandal. And then once it's disproven, they just move on and forget it ever happened. All right. So, for instance, uh, a week ago, um, Canada wildfires were destroying Canada, and it was because of uh, climate change. And where's the story now? They used it for a day. They used it for a day so they could get their soundbite about global warming, then they moved on. What about Roe v. Wade? Roe v. Wade, I believe it's one year ago, the end of this month, Roe v. Wade was repealed. 
And we were promised for 50 years that back alley abortions were going to be the way uh, that women are going to die in mass in back alley abortions, coat hanger abortions. And they, it's going to, I mean, there, you, the body count will be so thick, you won't even be able to find room to bury them. And um, not one story. They're just not covering it. No, you just, you were wrong. You were wrong. Because abortion is still legal in some states, just not in all of them, and there are restrictions in some states. So you got to go somewhere else. What about transgenocide? Oh, my God, transgenocide. You know, there is a transgenocide going on in this country. Honestly, you better let kids change their gender when they're elementary school students. Otherwise, they'll kill themselves because there's a transgenocide. No stories about transgenocide in the news. No transgender individuals being murdered. None of that. Uh, do transgender people get married? Yeah. Or um, murdered? Yeah. Uh, a good uh, reason for that is a lot of uh, transgendered individuals tend to, uh, some individuals who are transgender, tend to become prostitutes. And the murder rate among prostitutes, super duper high. You're saying that about all transgendered people. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. Where's the transgenocide? Where's uh, the, the, the back alley abortions? Where's the Canada fires and the global warming? You can't make decisions on one spurious news cycle. Hunter Biden today uh, plea bargained. Um, most of us, if we lied on a gun application, we're a heavy crack user and got a gun. It was found out by the government that uh, we were a heavy crack user and we got the gun. We go to jail for a long damn time. Hunter Biden isn't going to. He's going to get, a, he's going to get some sort of diversion even though he's a crack addict for decades and a prostitute monger, uh, and there are other crimes alleged, too, in his laptop that you haven't even heard about yet. So, yet in, in, uh, in Montana, I want you to think about this. Why do you suppose the United States needed 87,000 new IRS agents and needed many of them to be armed? The word Gestapo mean anything? It should. That's what it's all about. It's about the uh, IRS being weaponized to go after people for money. That's it. Go after people for money. And when you go after people for money, then you can get them on anything. If you, for instance, uh, got a, a spurious uh, 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 search warrant for your home, if the FBI, and they came in and they were looking for one thing, but they just decided to look through your entire house and they found something else and they brought charges about that. That's what happened in Mar-a-Lago. And that's what they're doing now, and that's what I feel they're probably doing in uh, Montana. There was a uh, 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 gun uh, shop there, the uh, Montana gun shop, uh, a, a gun shop in Montana, Great Falls, Montana, uh, was raided by the IRS. This event is another example of President Biden weaponizing government agencies to harass hardworking Americans for ex uh, ex exercising their constitutional rights, says Representative Matt Rosendale from Montana. Twenty heavily armed federal agents pulled in behind Highwood Creek Outfitters owner Tom Van Hoos as he arrived at his shop Wednesday. The IRS confiscated background check forms from the store. Why is that? That contains sensitive uh, personal information about all customers who purchased guns. Well, there you go. The forms do not include financial information. Rosendale said calling the act an egregious breach of privacy that showed no regard for federal law. Well, the federal agents don't show any regard for federal law. They make it up as they go along. 
There is no circumstance in which a 4473 form would be necessary in an investigation spearheaded by the IRS. Rosendale said in a letter addressed to ATF Director Stephen Dettelbach and IRS Commissioner Daniel Werfel, Rosendale asked the IRS and ATF to cease conducting the Soviet-style intimidation raids. He also included a list of questions about the what spurred the action, setting a June 23rd deadline for response. Carl Higby talked to the AG of the state of Montana last night on Newsmax to see what the hell is going on. This is uh, apparently an action that uh, the federal government did on its own without alerting, alerting Montana authorities in any way, shape, or form. Here is the AG. And in summary, uh, who do you believe is fundamentally responsible? That is not the cut I was looking for. This is not the cut you're looking for. This is not the cut you're looking for. This is the cut I'm looking for. But no, the state of Montana had no involvement in this. Uh, near as I can tell from any agencies, even w- in, even within the, the, the governor's sphere, um, I, I think there was some reach out maybe to Great Falls PD, but the, the local sheriff was not notified. I was not notified. And, and this is pretty egregious. Right. Um, so, you know, I referenced a tweet from Montana Congressman Matt Rosendale earlier. He appeared on the Chris Salcedo show recently. That demonstrates why we were trying to, in the House of Representatives, to defund those additional 87,000 IRS agents. Uh-huh. I'm concerned Told you. that this is another attempt by the IRS to create a database on, on people that they can target for, for being conservatives because Duh. they don't want to own their own firearm. Duh. Dude, I'm very angry about this. Now, look, we've only gotten one side of the story. Uh, there certainly is the possibility that this was a, a, a legit IRS concern. But look, when's the last time they showed up to raid a restaurant with 20 armed agents or mm-hmm. a car dealership mm-hmm. with 20 armed IRS agents? Mm-hmm. Why were 20 ATF and what, excuse me, 20, 20 AR-15 and flakjack wearing agents necessary to serve a financial search warrant? I think you've answered your question. They killed the First Amendment during COVID. They killed it. Told you you couldn't go to church, and you said, okay, we won't go to church. Told you you couldn't say this and that about this and that on the Internet, or or uh, news, news coverage was uh, completely shut down because any sort of dissent was called disinformation. Don't you suppose the Second Amendment is next? Don't you suppose the Fourth Amendment is next? Here's some more from the AG of Wyoming. And then you're talking about exceeding the scope. I got a copy of the Sorry, Montana. search warrant from the store owner. Now it's incomplete. It looks like they did not give the store owner the complete search warrant. It looks like it's not the entire document to me. It's very thin and it's very, very broad. There's no specific allegations of any criminal. Just like the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Wrongdoing. It's based on some very thin suspicions. Frankly, I'm surprised they uh, just like the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Got a federal judge to sign this thing, huh. uh, but my my primary they did concern is how do we get back? There's no reason the IRS needs to have those records, other than they want to create a database and know who in Montana owns and bought what gun. Yeah, that's why I say we are living a tale of two cities. We have a bourgeois, we have a proletariat. We are the proletariat. We are the people of East Palestine, Ohio. They are the bourgeois. They have friends in Big Pharma and Big Defense, and they take your money, and they spend it like they're members of a board of directors on a $6 trillion company. And now we have a Bastille. 
So what comes next? A revolution and heads being cut off of federal agencies. No, not of people. Don't go there. But heads will have to come off of federal agencies, meaning those people in charge of the FBI, DOJ, DHS, all need to be removed. Let's go to Mike in Nottingham, Maryland. Hello there, Mike. What are your thoughts on this glorious Tuesday? Hi, Rob. Thanks for taking my phone call. I wanted to comment on Ken Cuccinelli. Yes. Yes, I believe he's a rhino. He should join Bill Barr and Chris Christie. Uh, Mark Levin said that uh, months ago that uh, President Trump was, quote, a fantastic president. Uh, pre- uh, president Trump has four years' experience under his belt, and uh, if you think he was great the first four years, you ain't seen nothing yet after the next four years. Well, yeah, and, and listen, and listen, um, uh, Mike, and, and the reason why I, I uh, had Ken on the show, um, I don't want to be pigeonholed to somebody who's just going to rah-rah Trump. I'm not going to change my mind on Trump. All right, I, I just tell you, there's uh, no way. Uh, I know there, and, and I've got my reasons for it, and they are rock solid. They are absolutely rock solid. Nothing against Ron DeSantis. This isn't every other year, okay? This is not it. This is, Donald Trump is a movement. That's it. Meaning that the Trump movement, no one will leave that Trump movement to vote for Ron DeSantis. I'm just stating the truth. Ron DeSantis is a great guy. Don't get me wrong. But you will recall that, that uh, uh, Ken Cuccinelli said that Donald Trump, uh, I said, well, Donald Trump taught uh, uh, Ron DeSantis everything he knows. And he said, yeah, but he perfected it. And I said, no, they'd ask different ways of doing it. Ron DeSantis, uh, Donald Trump uh, is to Ron DeSantis uh, what Jordan Peterson is uh, or I should say, what um, what Joe Rogan is to Jordan Peterson. Both very powerful, completely different modus operandi. Uh, and it doesn't make, it doesn't slight either one, and it doesn't mean that one has perfected uh, the other person's style. It's just that they have a different style. Go ahead and finish your thought there, Mike. Well, we, we need uh, President Trump four more years. And yeah. uh, Ron DeSantis has uh, plenty of time. He's a young man. Uh, he has plenty of time uh, to uh, uh, try to uh, go for the presidency. All right, Mike, I appreciate the phone call, bro. Got to run. Um, yeah, I th- like I said, I told Cuccinelli, I said, I think Ron DeSantis is going to make a great, pres- great president in 2029. When he uh, swears in, I'll, I'll say, okay, let's go. There you go. <laughs> he didn't like that. I should save that as a promo. Cuccinelli gave me a... And he should. I'm not going to change my mind. But I am going to invite other people to be on the show. I will treat them cordially. I'm not going to go after them like a pit bull. But, uh, but I'm going to uh, definitely support my position and, and let you hear as well. Because I want you to know that uh, you know, I'm here to, uh, to let other people speak as well. In fact, you know what? I prefer when people who disagree with me are on the phone first. I don't mind it at all. Don't be afraid of it. I mean, you're not going to win. I'm going you know, to present my facts, my case, and I would, I would venture to say I'm, I'm pretty well prepared. So uh, anyway, but we're glad to have him on today. Let's take a break and come back. Uh, a little bit of news on Chris Christie and another reason why he will never, ever, 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 ever be the president. That's on the way. This is The Rob Carson Show. The left has been waging a war on America for decades. It's not right. It's not fair. And we're quite simply not going to take it anymore. Honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's The Rob Carson Show. 
Chris Christie, I don't know why he's running for president. Uh, part of it is prestige, I guess. He has no chance of winning. He's a rhino from hell. He even went over to MSNBC like so many rhinos do. I was joking with uh, a friend, uh, Sean Casey at WCBME. He's a program director at WCBM, our anchor station. And I said, I think the perfect ticket for rhinos would be Christie and, uh, and Hogan. Christie Hogan. Uh, they'd have no impact whatsoever, but they are they are carbon copies of one another. Larry Hogan being the former governor of the state of Maryland, who will eventually be an MSNBC contributor. That's just the way it is. Uh, Chris Christie, I used to kind of like him. Then I realized what a toad he is and what a rhino he is. Here he is talking about, uh, uh, you know, and it should be very, very clear, that transgenderism and uh, starting puberty blockers and surgery with people under the age of 18 is a crime against humanity. That's very, I don't care who says it's okay. I don't care if a parent says it's okay. I don't care if a counselor says it's okay. It is a crime against humanity. The rest of the world is turning against this. The United States is an outlier. It will be exposed. The people who have perpetrated this on our children will be held to account, whether that be parents, whether that be teachers, whether that be counselors, whether that be uh, uh, physicians, pediatricians, uh, whatever. They're going to be held accountable. Hospitals who allow this, insurance companies who, who did this, they will be held accountable to it. But Chris Christie is still cool with it as long as the parents say it's okay. And so what I'd like to make sure each state does is require that parents be involved in these decisions. You know, we're talking about students. I assume you mean people under the age of 18, Jake. And the fact is that folks who are under the age of 18 should have parental support and guidance and love as they make all of the key decisions of their life. And this should not be one that's excluded by the government in any way. Oh, no, no. It has to be. So now I just don't like him even more. And I don't think that was even possible. I really don't think it. I'm thinking, hold on, let me think of things that I really don't like. Phlegm. I hate Chris Christie more. Uh, Hold on one second. Uh, Ingrown toenails. I really, uh, I'm going to have to go with Chris Christie. Really don't like uh, Chris Christie. Getting sick like I was last week. Uh, I, I dislike Chris Christie even more. I know it's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Kind of nuts. Oh, there's this new, uh, this new documentary that's out, and they're, they're shutting it down. AMC has axed this, uh, this uh, uh, screening of this, this movie called No Way Back, uh, The Reality of Gender-Affirming Care. It's the same thing that the deep state and big, big social media, big tech and the mainstream media did. They, they're calling it disinformation and misinformation. Listen to this, because Chris Christie supports transgender uh, transition with children. Oh, hold on one second, got it right here. Here it is. Hold on one second. And kaboom. Since leave. This sign went up last week. Yeah, a lot of people have viewed it. For the house that Lauren Rodriguez... Oh, I got the wrong story. I will not do the story. There is a new documentary out, and I don't have time to run it. It is called No Way Back. Uh, It looks like AMC is banning it because it tells the truth about transgender transition with children. All right, so we'll, we'll cover it tomorrow. Got a lot of stuff on the plate. Let's take a break. Come back. I know there's a lot of stuff. Can't get to it today. We'll get to it tomorrow. This is the Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. That's going to do it for the show today. This is a podcast worth repeating and sharing with others. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen. Stay focused. Stay pissed. Stay patriotic. Good will win. 
Have a glorious day, guys. God bless you. Until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then.